Hello, everyone, and welcome into a Monday night edition of the Crowded Booth talking college football on Monday and Wednesday nights. Week one is officially here. We saw college football last weekend, but hey, my name is Bryce Coombe. we got Ralph Leary coming here in just a second. But tonight's topic, looking back at week zero, what did we learn? Did we learn anything from two teams that could potentially be contenders in USC and Notre Dame? And then we're talking ACC football tonight. Who are some teams that we think can exceed their over-under win totals? And then talking about that ACC expansion as well. Ralph's joining us. This is the Crowded Booth. Pile in here and make yourself feel at home. The Crowded Booth is coming on. The Crowded Booth with Bryce Coon. Welcome in, everyone. What's up, Ralph? How you doing, my brother? I'm good, man. How are you doing today? Fantastic. We got a little rain, which for people who don't know, down here in Louisiana, we've had some... It's been kind of crazy. California has had hurricane weather. We've had wildfires. So it is... Uh, yeah, it's um, it's going to be very interesting. Uh, Ralph, I know that... Before we start off tonight's show, let's go ahead. We're talking about the ACC. We You mentioned it, so... For, Kudos to you for mentioning this. Uh, prayers for UNC and the UNC family, the UNC campus. Obviously, a tragedy that happened um, there. So, prayers and thoughts go out there uh, to not only, you know, we do have a heavy ACC presence with our Georgia Tech theme show, but I know that a lot of people thinking about those uh, that were affected by that today. So, we're also going to continue to uh, pray for them as the week goes along. It's something that, you know, it stays in the news cycle for a day or two, but it stays with those people uh, for a lifetime. So let's rock and roll. Let's talk here. We got some great comments already in the section. Fire those comments section up. Ralph, if we need to let people know, if you're watching on YouTube, fantastic. You're right where we want you to be. Um, you need to hit the subscribe button. Ralph, 67% of the people who watch these shows are not even subscribed, and we just need nine more. And what are you for doing? 2000. What are you doing? Are it's you, free. What are you doing? It's absolutely absolutely free so you know look i'm excited to uh, come to you whether it's on facebook as well make sure to like our facebook channel uh we're talking a variety of things today and ralph let's start off right here week zero yes i don't really want to talk about usc no i mean but no, i will I'm tell not, you this I will go ahead this. you, you tell me what your I, thoughts I on usc comment, and i think a lot of you know i know we're heavily acc tonight but a lot of those sec fans who were from athens will love mm-hmm. this comment uh, Bear Alexander was said, you know, that his his the USC defense was going to be as good or better than when he was at Georgia. Yeah, and you go out and do how many points they give up to San Jose State? Like 21? 21, 20, I don't even remember. That's so, how much I paid attention. Don't don't go say stupid comments when they we all know that Pac-12 has no defense. Let's just be honest. I'm with you. But yeah, I'm I mean, with you. USC. I mean, look, Caleb Williams are great. That's just simple as that. Um, I'll say this about USC. If they can get even average, like average play, and we're talking about the Trojans, folks, USC Trojans, if they can get average play out of their uh, defense this year, they can be in the playoff. Like I'm I'm sticking with what I said last week. I still think they can be a playoff contender because that offense, Ralph, up until they get to week seven, and um, they're not going to be they're not going to face a team that's going to overwhelm them, you know, off uh, offensively. So it, it'll be very interesting to see. Uh, Matt wants you to turn your microphone up. Yeah, I've already attempted that. I don't know how much louder I can get. I guess I can yeah, go. it's 
It's just check it in StreamYard, I guess. Just check it in StreamYard, I guess. But hey, I'll uh, I'll carry it through while we do this. Let's talk here tonight about the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Not an ACC team, Ralph, but a team that showed a lot of uh, a lot of heart, a lot of. Um, is this better, Matt? I have. Yeah, no I guess. I, I guess it is. Just talk like, louder. I guess. Here's the thing: between Bryce and I, we can hear each other. You know, at, at, a, at a normal level. But it's coming through y'all. It may not sound nearly as good. So I, I have, I'm going off of what y'all hear, and now y'all could be lying to me. That's probably what's going on here most of the time. I wouldn't be surprised if that was happening. Matt Brooks did worse with it. <laughs> hey, but let's talk about this. Um, we've got great conversation happening about Notre Dame, and let's talk about the Fighting Irish here, Ralph. I mean, look, uh, we start with this first topic right here. What did we see out of Notre Dame? Are, are are the Irish, you know, for real? What were your early impressions of what Notre Dame was able to do? Um, just overall, I mean, overall with what the Fighting Irish were able to do, kind of. I know, I know, it's an inferior opponent, but man, they look good. They look good over in Ireland. Yeah, the offense looked really good. I mean, that's just I'm, I saw them based off of. I mean, the defense. And you're playing Navy. You know, any talented defense is going to stop a triple option. Let's be honest here. Triple option mm-hmm. is one of my favorite offenses, but it's not going to. You know, I, I'm reading down here the comments. I'm not sold on Notre Dame. The offense looked really good, though. I mean, I know they're playing Navy. Navy's a – they play hard. They work hard. They're a good team. They're not going to be able to play the caliber of Notre Dame with those athletes. Sam Hartman obviously has a ton of, like, you know, uh, passing yard stats and stuff from his time at Wake Forest. He did a great job. I thought he played really well, Bryce. I think he played, you know, top caliber of his game. We saw where we used to see uh, uh, Sam Hartman was a little more – you know, athletes around them to help them out. Um, man, I think Marcus Freeman's done a great job this offseason. He's uh, definitely protected Sam Hartman in this game. And, you know, going out there and, you know, in Ireland playing and, and, and you know, in front of fans that I think was it, was it Greg, Matt, was it, no, who was it? Was it Jason Gary who said they're going back to the homeland? <laughs> I, th- I believe he said that on the NBC broadcast. I Will and I were talking about it in our in our group message, and I, and I said, is Jason Garrett calling this game because I'm not prepared for this? Yeah, that was a wild one. I think it was Ian Eagle, Jason Garrett uh, on the NBC or Peacock call, wherever you get that. But no, look, e- no Eagle. No, no. Was it his, was it his son? No, it might have been. He was. Um, okay, it was not, so. It was not the original. <laughs> we're not, not the OG Eagle. The uh, this is what I got to say about Notre Dame. We're not going to spend a lot of time on this, but. I think with the Irish, this is what we kind of have to understand, is that you take week zero with a grain of salt because it is Navy. Um, You know, it is essentially, and and I see comments down there, no NIL, no transfers. I do think, Ralph, we're seeing kind of the beginning of the end, especially for the the service academies at the FBS level. Uh, Moved out of the FCS level, and, man, you fit fit right in kind of with that caliber of football. But uh, due to those restraints, I think that this is really going to be hard for them to compete. I will say this. Picked up on a stat today. Ref, we know, and, and I know, because I've I've talked I talked to the uh, talked to the guy the man today, uh, Brian when Brian Kelly was there this this place was producing offensive linemen and tight ends like nobody else. Mm-hmm. Ralph, they did not throw an attempt they did not attempt to pass to a tight end. What does that tell me? It tells me that they have faith in some of the young receiving core, and they maybe finally have a quarterback that can stretch the field. That's kind of been something that's been missing for them is elite quarterback play. Can Hartman do that? Look, I mean, he was really, really good at Wake Forest. Uh, So I think it'd be very interesting to kind of see, you know, just say, hey, look, they looked good, but as they get into games, and Ralph, I believe they played like Ohio State this year, 
Um, I think they've got some big marquee matchups later on in the season that we're really going to get to measure them up against. Well, they, but, they you know, they play USC this year. Okay. So, so you know, play, that's going to be good. They got Ohio State, they got Duke, Louisville, Pittsburgh, Clemson, Wake, and they got USC in there. I mean, they got, I mean, it's, I look, we, I always joke about how Notre Dame not playing in a conference really screws them over, but they do a good, a good job of playing good opponents. Now, they're not going to go out and play the SEC again. They, they made that mistake. Mm-hmm. playing Georgia back-to-back years and just getting yeah. thrown around. So this is this is something that you're, we're going to see, you know, this year. I think they have a solid chance of actually, you know, doing doing good things for, them, for them, um, themselves. I, I like I like uh, Marcus Freeman, though. I think he's a good coach. I do too. He's a very talented coach, and he recruits well. And they're going to add in a lot of, you know, more talented people coming in the next few years. So, you know, Notre Dame may not be – your number one team to look out for, but coming a few years, it might be. Yeah, it's a program too, Ralph. That's always around the top twenty in the country. I think that with Sam Hartman this year, they could be at the end of, at season's end. Let's clip it if you if you want to if you want to take this bet. I think that Notre Dame could be a top fifteen, top twelve team. So yeah. we're talking about you know I think they'd be a top twelve team by the end of the season. So we'll see. Well, uh, I wanted to get this. Two, I'm sorry. I was go ahead. Go ahead. If you're talking about like a two loss Notre Dame team with losses to USC and Ohio State. I mean, I'm putting them at, I'm putting them at, you know, eleven or twelve. I mean, yeah, two losses to top, probably two top ten teams, top five teams possibly. So, I mean, you give them that nod, saying, okay, you lose to those two teams and you win, you beat Clemson, you beat, you know, a, a good Duke and a good Louisville and, and all these other mm-hmm. teams. You're like, okay, they didn't play horrible. They played pretty good teams and they traveled. They played well. So, you know, give it to them. Yeah, I, I like it. I, I like where you're rolling with that. Hey, I wanted to get this week zero games. Um, what are my thoughts on the Mercer game? Uh, hard-fought win, ugly win, but uh, they did get the win. They're on ESPN national televised game uh, against the North Alabama Lions. Hey, it was the most entertaining game during that time because the Notre Dame game was not – like it was a blowout. I, was gonna say, I stopped watching you, it. Did you, did you miss watching the Vanderbilt game, sir? <laughs> yeah, that, that Vanderbilt game was absolutely crazy. Well, look, hey, let's uh, let's move on here to the next topic. Once again, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit the like button, subscribe to the channel as well. Nine more subscriptions. Could we hit 2K Live? You have to keep it. That's all I can say. I don't don't have that. (laughs) You don't have that access. That's fine. No, let's talk about this, Ralph. We're going to talk. We got some surprise teams in the ACC, teams that we think can hit on their over-under win total. Now, the way we got a lot of Tech fans in here tonight, um, remember we're going to have that preview show tomorrow night, just one show this week uh, before we get on the road. Crowder Booth, Ralph, Crowder Booth's going to be in attendance on Friday night. Barring no setbacks, yes. Barring no setbacks. Uh, if anyone wants to pay Ralph so he doesn't have to drive for UPS, be more than welcome. Send a donation over on YouTube. Um, let's see what we got rolling here. Ralph, I see yours. We're going to rock and roll with it here. You, my friend, are going with the Duke Blue Devils, that over-under win total of five and a half. Um, they've got Riley Leonard, very impressive quarterback. Talk with me. Let's rock and roll here. Uh, why do you think that this Duke team uh, can – and what games do you see them winning to get them to at least that six-win mark? I'll be honest with you. I, I know a lot of people are going to give me hate. I think what, what Elko's doing there – uh, especially from last year, it was his first year. I'm pretty sure, you know, he has exploded this offense and this team into a different type of football than we used to. Mm-hmm. And he's exploded because no one expected them to do what they did last year. They weren't great, but they were not bad. Um, but one thing he's done great this year is he's got a lot of returning starters. And that main one you said a minute ago, 
Riley Leonard. I mean, probably one of the more talented quarterbacks in the ACC. He's overlooked because he plays at Duke. Just because yeah. you play at Duke does not mean you're a bad quarterback. There's a starting quarterback in the NFL, to me, who is very underrated, and that's Daniel Jones. Does he remind me of Daniel Jones? Absolutely. Same mm-hmm. caliber player. You also bring in a transfer of Jake Hornibrook. I'll add to your offensive line. You you bring in – you have a lot of your returners. So, Jordan Waters, your running back, who had a great season last year. I like Duke because they play a, in an in a, in a ACC where they play Clemson first. Now, I had Clemson as my surprise team this year. And looking back at it, I probably should have chose someone else because I really overlooked someone else, but we won't get into that. Um, well, you mentioned well, – let, let's, let, let me preface with that because we mentioned this surprise contender teams. Yeah. Not also, not just – we're just talking about Duke to get to six wins. Right. We're just going against Vegas here. So, continue, yeah. yes. So, that first one, I mean, obviously Clemson-Duke, Monday night, it's going to be it's going to be a fun game to watch. I really like this matchup. I think Duke just plays hard. Now, I mean, mm-hmm. Clemson's going to be – probably had better athletes. Will Shipley, obviously, and Kay Clubner are probably going to be a great duo this year. You lose that one. But you go on a three-game win streak with Liberty, Northwestern, who's a dumpster fire right now, and UConn, who is the 2020 National Champions. Then you got Notre Dame. UConn did have a nice season last year, but anyways, yeah. keep going. Then <laughs> you got Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame wins that one. I think their offense is too good. I mean, Duke's yeah. gonna be, they're going to they're gonna keep it close. NC State, you know, I can't give that one to them. I can't because I think – Brennan Armstrong. I still, I still think NC State's really good. And you lose to Florida State. I, I got Florida State winning the ACC. I do. They're really good. They're going to be extremely – they're probably going to be – they're in my top four. Mm, yeah. I think, I think you, you go on – you go to Louisville, you beat Louisville. I said Liberty. I'm sorry. That was that's Lafayette. I apologize. That's that's how Ref. You just disrespected the good folks at Lafayette. Sorry, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> um, you go to Louisville. You beat them. I think you beat Wake Forest. I think I, I know we mm. talked about Wake Forest. I think we're going to talk about Wake Forest in a minute. Um, you lost Sam Hartman. You did. Yeah. And now I know we. I, you and I've talked about this quarterback coming in. He's really good. It's it's just hard to say what he's got. North Carolina, I think Drake May's got you. Yeah, Drake May's just too good. And then you yeah. got Virginia Pitt. Those, I think those are two easy wins, two easy wins in the season. I think I got you at seven wins. I'm correct. Seven seven or eight wins. I think Duke has a solid year. They're not competing for the ACT championship yet. I give them a few mm-hmm. more years. Let Elko get his full set of guys in there. You can't really I know a lot of colleges, you know, base their their new coaches off of like two or three years. You gotta get some of these coaches like a Duke. Or these smaller schools, you gotta give them five, six years because you gotta set a, a base of what you want to do for the future. You gotta set a base of what you want to recruit and how you want to recruit and how you want to win games. He's he's a great coach. He did great at A and M when he was there. He's doing great here. I think he's gonna add to his his recruit class after this season, and he's gonna probably drop a few four stars in there. Mm. Mm. I like it. Go Duke. I like it. No, and also this. I mean, look, you, Riley Leonard. Uh, solid football player. And I also want to say this, too, about Duke. Mike Elko went in there and changed the culture in just one season. And, and that was impressive. His team that won had won 10 games combined in the past three seasons. They go 9-4 and four last year. Uh, I know we got a lot of Georgia Tech fans. I mean, I know that game went to Tech last season, Ralph, but they were, you know, a couple plays away from being – 10 and four potentially, you know, uh, or, you know, it just depends on how it would have played out. So I really do like, I like your, I like your, uh, they would have been 10 and four. I'm sorry. They'd have been 10 and three or something like that. Can I, but can that's, I answer uh, a question real quick? I, well, let me see real quick. 
What, what kind it's, of comments we got going on here? It's from Matt. I have to answer. We have to put this out publicly because it's not true. Okay. Go ahead. Matt, it's not true. 100% not true. I'm going to let you know right now. It's not true. Just let you know. You need to know the future, future reference. No one does. It's, <laughs> if you do, you're working a lot. <laughs> That's a lot of hours. So just to let you know, it's not true. All right. Continue. No. I apologize. No, you're good. So Ralph is taking, uh, for those listening, they don't know uh, what just happened. Uh, Ralph pulled up a live comment talking about um, UPS drivers making at least 175K. And Ralph, for those who don't know, works for UPS during the day and crowded booth in it by night. So it'll be uh, it'll be very interesting to watch. But look, I like Mike Elko. I think he's done a great job. Um, I do agree, Jones. You just kind of said this. This is a job where like, if he can string together, like, let's say three or four seasons of eight wins being the floor, like he could go get a bigger job, maybe and, a big 10 job, and, maybe and, an sec job. Who knows? Cause he came from A&M. He did. And I, I mean, like I said, I like Mike Elko. I think you know, when he took the Duke job, I was kind of like, this is, this is a good spot for him. Cause there's really no, there's no ceiling right now. There's no floor. You just, you just, you're there to, just to, I know, I know it's, I know it's funny to say that, but it's true. No, it's fine. Keep going. I want you to, cause you're making a really good point. I want to tell you what I just got texted to me right after this. I got a funny text too. Actually, I'm not gonna read it, but it's funny too. Um, but there's, there's, you're, you're just sitting there, dude. You, okay, you can, you know, roll over and hope to find some other job and, and who can actually be better. Mm. You know, like, you know, I can go on to, you know, maybe another school who can recruit better in the area. I mean, you're, you're, you're trying to recruit, you know, out of like, you got to beat the SEC, and the ACC down here. It's hard. And yeah. You're, you're dude, you think of dude, you think of basketball always. So you're, you're a major, you're a majority basketball school. You want to add to a Make it a football school too. He, he, you're not, you're not saying, okay, look, Mike, you have two seasons to win six games. Hmm. You went, you went with nine the first one. I mean, look, I'm happy. I mean, yeah. At this point, you you let him keep going. That's I like it. it. I I just now read what you what you put it in the banners, and I'm not looking forward to this. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, I did get a text here from our boy Matt. Who Ralph? He just said uh, he sent me the link uh, to where uh, two links now, two links about UPS drivers. So we'll have to talk about that in the Discord that later. Please. Which is a great time to plug the Discord. Make sure you join the Discord, Ralph. Let's rock and roll. Let's keep going here with. Um, he just keeps sending them uh, with now a new one. Uh, I'm going with mine. If you wouldn't mind pulling that banner up, Ralph, I'll get the picture ready, uh, rocking and ready here. For forewarning, the picture is horrendous. It, it's a bad one. It's this a bad is the one. Worst schedule release I've ever seen in my life. All right, let's roll it. Wake Forest. I'm taking the over on the Demon Deacons, and I want to tell you why, Ralph. Uh, look, it's going to be interesting to watch this team. This is an awful, awful schedule release. This is, by the way, this is from Wake Forest Athletics. Um, I'll, I'll walk you through this, though. Week one against Elon, that's a win. That's one. Remember, only got to get to six. Week two against Vanderbilt, two. I think they beat Vandy, and they get him at home. Uh, week three at Old Dominion, I think they beat Old Dominion. Uh, week four against Georgia Tech, four. I, 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 and, and look, I'm just going off of my schedule predictions from last week. Uh, this is what I'm, I'm staying, trying to stay. stay Did you just stay, say stay. that the Wake Forest Demon Deacons are going to beat Georgia Tech? I did. Yeah, at home. That's four. Uh, they get a bye week, and then they take on the Clemson Tigers four and one. Uh, they play at Virginia Tech. I think that they can beat the Hokies uh, five and one. You know, I, I, I agree. I understand. Um, against Pitt, I got you at five wins now, Ralph. I'm halfway through the schedule now, and I've got Pitt, 
Florida State, Duke, New Mexico State, Notre Dame, and Syracuse. I don't know which one it's going to be, but I think this is a team that could get to at least seven wins. I I, I completely 100% believe they can, and I'll say this why. Look, they've got the quarterback, and we mentioned him. You talked about it earlier when you were talking about Duke. Uh, Mitch Griffiths, who kind of stepped in last season, played against VMI, SoCon favorite. One of the longest, Ralph, a nine-hour drive to VMI from Macon, Georgia. It was amazing last year. Um, beautiful country up there in Virginia. Beautiful country. Let's uh, keep it rolling, though. Mitch Griffiths was solid. 280 yards, three in touchdowns. You lose, you lose, you lose Sam Hartman. Okay. So, I think, I think, I, I trust, and I said this in the prediction, I, I trust Dave Clawson. To play for Dave Clawson, you have to have a certain amount of grit, certain amount of uh, determination. I think that Wake Forest is able to hit the over. Now, look, I see in the comments right now, you know, you just lost subscribers or whatever this thing. I just, all I'm saying is I feel more comfortable with Wake Forest getting to six wins than I do with Georgia Tech getting, what is it, Ralph? Georgia Tech's over under was four and a half. Four, four four and a half. Four. with, With them getting to five. I just, I just do, and it doesn't mean I don't want them to. We're going to talk about that in a second. We'll talk about it tomorrow too. Very, I, I want them to. I just feel more comfortable saying if I'm putting my money on this, Ralph. You understand where I'm coming from. If I'm putting oh, my yeah. money on this, I feel more comfortable saying that Wake Forest gets the six wins because one, that out of conference schedule, you can win every single one of them you play. Georgia Tech, you can't. Yeah, I don't think you can. I mean, I, I know you can't. Georgia, Ole Miss. I mean, that's it's just ridiculous. So the scheduling. So that's that's my that's why I see Benjamin your comment down there. That that's the reasoning. I just feel more comfortable with them getting to six wins than I do Georgia Tech getting to five. And look, Ralph, when we look at the over under, uh, kind of in a lot of these, and we can go back to our ourselves here. When we look at this, um, Wake Forest throwing out twenty twenty was a weird year. They have not won fewer than six games since 2015. I know they got to replace Sam Hartman. I, I, I get it. I understand it. I just think Dave Clawson is a really good football coach. Yep. That's that's all, that's all I'm saying. I, I completely agree. I mean, look, he's done it with multiple quarterbacks now. Mm-hmm. I think that it really doesn't matter who who he has at quarterback. They're going to fit his system no matter what. I think Mitch Griffiths is really talented. Um I hope he does play well because I am hyping him up a lot, and I feel bad because yeah. if he does play horrible, then I'm going to look like an idiot, which is fine. But I'm no, I'm no expert. If I was an expert, I wouldn't be doing the show with you. I promise you that. I like it. I like it. Um, this is all by DraftKings as well, and yes, I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that because we may have something in the works. Don't know. Just going to say it really surprised like this. Don't do that. Screenshot that. Either. Screenshot that. Um. Ref, I look at the over/under totals again. You can, you got to figure it out. Shift command three, buddy. That's all you got to do. Um, <laughs> Ralph just figured out a screenshot. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have a fun segment that just got thrown on to Ralph. But we're also going to talk about expansion in this conference as well. Uh, I'm excited to talk about. We'll talk about that when we get back here on another episode of the Crowded Booth. 
Hey, if you haven't already, make sure to check out Rigged and Ready. It's a fishing apparel brand for on and off the water. Some fantastic merchandise. Ralph's got some. I've got some. They've got great hats. They've got great fishing gear. Uh, They've got anything you want, whether you're a diehard fisherman out there uh, in the great outdoors or whether you are just continuing to uh, love sport the brand based out of Georgia, middle Georgia, that is, by two former college fishermen. Make sure to support it, and you can support the Crowded Booth as well with Crowded Booth 10 for 10% off your order at riggedandreadyfishing.com. Back here on the crowded booth, I appreciate um, you know what we've been able to do here, Ralph, as I try to figure out how to get this thing off. There we go. We're going to wait. You want, what, what you, what you want to roll with here tonight? tonight? You want to roll with the expansion first and then get your takes in? Let's just get it over with. I mean, they're going to hate me for it anyway, but I'm going to okay. throw it up there. All right, I'm throwing it up there, Ralph. I'm going to try Everyone, to I'm just not reading comments for a minute. That's fine. I'll, I'll read them because you're going to nope. have the floor. This is Ralph's take on Georgia Tech. And I might give a chance for Will to do this. Uh, well, first off, Will, not on the show tonight. Um, yeah. He's going to be back with us Wednesday night out of town. That's fine. That just come out of his pay. Uh, but, you know, listen to what I'll tell you. He gets paid? Yeah, he does. You didn't know uh, that? Must be not, must um, be nice. He took the in- in- internship on Indeed. You didn't see that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, it also took it. <laughs> I know we're an ACC show. We're we're a comfortable show. We're focusing on the ACC tonight. Everyone saw my breakdown, Ralph. I predicted Georgia Tech to go five and seven. I'm not going to bring up the schedule. I know that you get fired up. I know that fans get fired up at you about it. But truthfully and honestly, your assessment, kind of what this program and what do you think the expectations should be for fans here in 2023? I'm going to get out of here because I'm just going to watch watch the world burn. So here you go, brother. Uh, Have at it. Well, you already brought it up earlier about Discord. I thought I made a great comment about in Discord when Haynes King was announced as starting quarterback. I truly believe that there's not enough film on him in this system besides a spring game and what has happened in practice for us to judge what Haynes King is possible has the possibility of doing at Tech. Do I believe he's the, the best guy for the job? I don't know. I'm not coaching at Georgia Tech. Do I think Georgia Tech is going to win more than seven games? Absolutely not. I just don't think this is the year for him. It's it's new system, new coach. And look, I know Brent Keith's been there. I know he was there for a little bit last year. Mm-hmm. But you got to go with what was what's in your, on your schedule. I know a lot of old a lot of, a lot of Tech fans are thinking they're going to walk in the old Miss and win that game easily. You were at home last year and you got your tail whooped. Now I understand it was Jeff Collins. Old Miss got better last year. They didn't get worse. They got a lot better. So if you think you're going in the in the Oxford and you're planning on whooping them, no, it's not going that way for you. I can see the comments getting more and more. So this is great. I haven't looked. Just at keep it going. Just keep going. Um, I do not hate Georgia Tech. I put, I want people mm-hmm. to understand that I don't. I like to fire it all up because I want to see y'all actually have some passion for your team. Because the last few years has been horrible watching this for y'all, and I don't understand. I'm I, I've been I've been through some hard times with fan with fan bases. I watched Chip Lindsey burn my program to the ground right behind me, right here. See this? Yeah, he burned it to the ground. But saying that. I know new coaches can do do, do uh, new things. I mean, I watched John Summerall turn Troy around in one season. Can Brent Key do it? Possibly. He could probably win seven games. Who knows? It's football. Who cares? I, I'm just some random dude on his computer talking about how I feel about Georgia Tech. If you want to know how I really feel, we'll talk about it in Discord. It's fine. But I don't think you're, you're, you're – I know a lot of y'all want to have expectations of beating some of these ACC teams. You're not going to Georgia and beating them. Sorry, not happening. 
I don't think you beat Clemson and Clemson. That ain't happening. You don't beat mm-hmm. North Carolina this year. You don't. I think Drake May's pissed that he's lost to y'all twice. If I'm correct, once they bought, once. they beat Sam Howell the first time. But yes, but how's right, Sam? Howell. All right, I know Drake May hates losing to y'all. I know he hated losing to y'all that one year. You have a chance to upset Miami and Miami. That's the truly one on there that I'm thinking that you have a chance of winning because Miami to me is just not there yet. But Texas, Texas, a good program. They're gonna get better. This year is just not the year where you expect to win. I think what Bryce said was five and seven was good. You have a chance to win a really big game. You have a chance to lose probably one that you should have won. And you have a chance to, to build off of what Brent Key's doing this offseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, he's going to bring in a good recruiting class. He's going to bring some transfers in. He's going to build this team up for next year. I love what Matt Rule said. Matt Rule said this in Nebraska. Yeah, I know that's a little stings on you because Jeff Sims is there. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. He just, but Matt Rule brought his team on the field, the starters, and said, "Raise your hand if you're if you're a senior." All these guys raised their hand, told them to leave the field. So nine guys got off the field. He said, "That's what I have to work with next year. I'm not building this program to be ready for this season to be the best team. I got to build it to be better for the next few years and years years to go on past that." So what Brent Key's doing. Is trying to build this team up for next year too. He's, I mean, yeah, he's obviously focused on this year, but he has to look forward to next year. Who can make, who can make that step up next year? Who can, who's that offensive lineman who came in for an injured offensive lineman that played exceptionally well? Who I didn't think may have a chance to start next year, but now he does. So that's my take on Tech. It's really not a winner lot, winner go home season. It's more like a win. It's, it's more like a development year. I know that sounds weird, but it truly is because Brent Keats hmm. is just really first time coaching for a full season. So let him take some uh, punches. He's going to take some. Texas is going to take a lot of punches this year. But in the end, I think it'll be worth it. I'm not looking at yeah. comments. I, I see yeah. 17 comments. That's probably the most comments we've had ever in a, in a span of <laughs> five minutes ever. No, listen, I, I, seriously here, and I know I got I to get into focus here. I got to get into focus here. My camera's messed up here for a second. That's why, that's why when you lean back and start laughing at everything. Yeah. You, I saw you mute your mic. I know you were lying. You're I was. Dying. I was. I don't know what's going on with the, with the camera right now. Does it look terrible? It's not terrible, but I mean, you know what? I'm gonna say it. <laughs> I do not think you're going one. In the you know what? I'm gonna turn this on you. Look behind Bryce's head. What do y'all say? I know Vince Dooley signed football. I get it. All right, let's let's roll here. Seriously though, Ralph, I, I think that that was a really good assessment of where Georgia Tech is. I mean, this is a developmental year for the future of the program. Um, because really, truthfully, nothing happened. Uh, no type of development really happened in, in three years, four years of Jeff Collins. So that that's a tough one. I know I just continuously got out of focus again. I don't know what's going on. Uh, we're going to rock and roll, though, here with the rest of the show. And I see some comments, too. When we beat Louisville like a drum, don't come begging for forgiveness. Folks, I'm going to be wearing tech gear in Friday night. Like, I want oh. them to win. I know you won't. But I, I want them to win. Like, it's not. And I just I, I, I want I want I want this team to be fun. I want also, I want this, this team to be good. This is my thing. You're not beating anyone like a drum this year. I mean, you may be South Carolina State like a drum. That's fine. But Louisville's not some ranky dink program playing from the FCS, you know, middle of class school. They're yeah. a division one program. They're just as good as Tate. What makes them worse than y'all? You know? I mean, I, mm. I just don't understand why everyone I, I understand you're 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 a passionate fan base. That's fine. Be passionate. But be realistic here. Let's not be over dramatic. If you if you beat Tech by if you beat Louisville by seventy, congratulations. 
and you you know what you do the next day? Forget about it because it doesn't ha- it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, it's 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 as simple as things about football. You win next game, win next game. I can promise you right now, if Tech went to Ole Miss and won, congratulations. Guess what they're doing Sunday? Preparing for Wake Forest. They don't they don't they take ones. Absolutely not. Dude, who are you? Who do you think I am? If Tech wins eight games, if, if Tech wins, if, if all right, if Tech doesn't win eight games, you gotta do the same thing. You gotta get Troy. On there. How about that? Yeah, we gotta get a Troy one. And I get, and I'm gonna tell you right now, it's gonna be great. Fantastic. No, look, I agree with you. I think that you. Uh, I, I I agree with you. I, I agree with you. I like where you went with that. And um, man, that was a good, really good synopsis. Let's talk about conference expansion. Now, look, we kind of thought a lot of this stuff was put to bed with the start of college football season, but obviously reports continuing to come out that the ACC is looking to add. And so the question comes down, will the ACC add SMU, Cal, and Stanford? Now, Ralph, I shared my opinion on this on a live show a couple weeks ago. Cal and Stanford move the needle none to me in the terms of competitive football, in the terms of uh, brand value. They just don't. Like – when you talk about football brand value, they don't. And I think people need to be reminded that Christian McCaffrey hasn't been at Stanford for a while. Like, <laughs> Andrew Luck hasn't been there for a while. This is not the Stanford that you think they are. And I kind of – I went in Discord and laid out, like, what look at their schedule. Cal is abysmal. Like, they are awful. They're terrible. The one team that I like, Ralph, that they could add, it's SMU. Because, one, SMU has – you know what SMU said? I don't know if you've seen this. They pretty much have said, we will forfeit the ability to take in revenue so you don't have to go through the whole contract thing and you guys can keep your cut. What does that tell me? SMU's donor base is loaded. Ralph, this is a donor base that is more loaded than several ACC programs. And not just more loaded, but they're more devoted. Ooh, clip it. Loaded and more devoted to their football program. I think adding SMU... Is that now? I've talked a lot about this. People talk about well, market value and, and and that kind of stuff. It doesn't matter as more because like I'm in Baton Rouge and I'm watching the Braves, but Ralph, it says that you're watching the Braves, so it doesn't matter necessarily. They don't track that as much anymore. It doesn't mean the same thing when you track stuff like this. What it does mean, and I'll say this, is that you open, you get a pipeline into Texas recruiting wise. You you get you you get that exposure. So when Georgia Tech comes down there and plays Clemson, you know programs that maybe and I won't say Clemson because they could probably go into Texas and pull some recruits, but a well, Georgia they Tech they did yeah, they, they did got, they got K Club from Texas they so. did you're right you're right uh, we, Georgia Tech's Virginia Tech's um, Pitt you know Duke we talked about now you can go into a loaded state and there is there's that avenue now that's open. So I would love if they added AC and SEC added uh, SMU now. I want to do this. I want to roll with – I want to go with GT Bowhunter 90's comment, Ralph, the most recent one, his ad. If you want to throw that up here, this is a perfect scenario for me. Tulane won because you get New Orleans and Louisiana. We've already seen LSU – um, hey, you know, you LSU has in this state. Tech play now. You just go drive 30 there you minutes go. To I could I, I could just drive 30 minutes to New Orleans and watch them play. Uh, Memphis is another solid program that kind of got left out of the shuffle. I think there's a th- those three programs make more sense geographically. Uh, and I know nothing makes sense geographically anymore, but we have to think about the non-revenue sports. But I wanted to get your thoughts on this. Like, do you think that this happens? And I'll add this, and then I'll let you go. These three teams 
do not affect. Florida State doesn't care. This is not going to make Florida State go, oh, now we want to stay. No, it's not. It's not going to make Clemson go, now we want to stay. There we go. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> your your thoughts your thoughts on this? I mean, do you think it happens? What do you think? I mean, where where do you go with this? Look, I mean, when I first saw it, I said, "There's no way that they're adding, they're adding Cal to Stanford." I mean, the SMU one kind of makes sense. I like what SMU does. You know, I like what you said earlier about them being having a loaded and devoted fan base. They truly do. Stanford, the main is you go independent. I think they've always talked about it. Mm-hmm. In the past few years, especially with the NIL coming out, they weren't they weren't going to do NIL because they didn't want to do that. They didn't want to have to you know pay their players to come play for them. Yeah. So they were going to go independent and just break off. That that was the whole situation. They were going to break off in the NCAA. Now, obviously, that's not going to happen anymore. But I don't see Stanford playing much longer in the conference. I think they're just going to be independent. They're not competing anymore. They're not out recruiting anybody. McCaffrey's not there like they're, they're used to. Andrew Love, McCaffrey have been gone for a long time. They haven't been. They really haven't been anybody since, I guess, what, Bryce Love was there? Ooh. Yeah. I'm going to look it up. You keep rolling. I'm that looking at preseason Heisman favorite, Bryce Love, by the way. Um, but Cal, I mean, look, Cal is they're, – they're in a Cal's terrible. Situation. They're they abysmal. Are. It's but not I'm a serious football program. They're, they're in a horrible situation because everyone left. And they're just sitting mm-hmm. there waiting for someone to play. They're, they're, they're being like a pick-me team. Please, someone find us a spot. Please, someone bring us to a different conference. Now, I like what John said right here. West Virginia needs to come back. Ooh. I think West Virginia needs to, be a, needs to be back in the ACC. And you move Cal to the Big 12. I mean, I, let's just be honest here. I don't think West Virginia competes very well in the Big 12. Now, when I say they can be better in the ACC, I don't know. I do love their coach. It though. makes more sense. I do love their coach. Show them. Neil Brown, baby. Neil Brown. Um, but I, I know we're just, I'm going off terms here. But with with what the ACC has now – and what they could add in the future would be great. If they could get SMU and possibly two other teams, Tulane and Memphis, I, don't, I like those comments. So, I mean, I don't see Cal and Stanford leaving. Or if they do, I think Cal should go, you know, Mountain West. Stay out there. Yeah, I, I mean, look, they're not uh, – let me throw this to you, Ralph. Cal has has had one season – two seasons – let me let me go this. Cal hasn't won double digit games since two thousand and six. Cal also has not won nine games since two thousand eight. They've won eight games just three times since two thousand ten. They're it's it's not good. Ralph four and eight, five and seven, one and three, eight and five, seven and six, five and seven, five and seven, eight and five. That's all twenty fifteen. It, it's. It's it's a joke. It doesn't need to happen. Stanford, on the other hand, um, good God, Ralph Stanford hasn't had a winning season since 2018. This is not Stanford that you think of, and I think people, we this is where we get the casuals, okay? People start to think, oh, Stanford, yeah, well, you know, they had Andrew, folks. That was as a decade ago. Like this isn't the same. This is not the same Stanford that you thought of under David Shaw, Harbaugh. That was like a. I always said this, Ralph. Stanford was an SEC team in the big, closest thing to an SEC team in the Pac-12 because they were physical. They ran the football, and this is remember early 2010s when we were still seeing a lot of that. But I like what you said there as well. Um, I don't think it needs to happen. If it and if it does, I'll just say this: 
it's this is not going to be where it turns flips the light switch on for Florida State and Clemson and maybe a Miami, North Carolina and says, oh yeah, now we'll stay. No, they're worried about money, and this doesn't this does not move the needle in the eyes of the folks with the money. And it's gonna I'm telling you, it's going to come down to every man for himself with the ACC. And so mm-hmm. I've talked about it. It's a very important year for your for your teams not named. And I'll say this: your teams not named. Clemson, Florida State, Miami, North Carolina, and just because for some reason I don't necessarily get it, the Virginia schools, because of the regionality and the states and the kind of stuff like that, if you're not those schools, if you're an NC State, a Pitt, a Wake Forest, a Georgia Tech, you better find out a way to make yourself attractive very yeah. quickly. Very quickly. So that's all i got to say on that. Any final thoughts kind of on that conference expansion? Uh, yeah, one comment. I'm bringing up Todd's real quick. If you're Cal, there are no dreams anymore. <laughs> so it, it there's there's no point of just saying there's they come to die there. There's mm. they're they're already there. They're at rock bottom. You just, yeah. Might as well play some new teams and have some fun. <laughs> That's all I got to say. About but I, I'm, I, with I, I, look, I'm with you. I'm I'm honestly we're on the same page. I feel like it, it's it. These are not the teams you want to add. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to add anybody. I think this is the worst ones to choose from. I know, I know you want to – they're sitting in a situation where, like, all these people are bringing in – all these conferences are bringing – like, the SEC is bringing in Texas and Oklahoma. They got the two best to, to bring out of, and it makes sense. For, and it, it works well. Two big money programs, two very historic programs that compete very well, have a great rivalry and can add to more school rivalries. You bring back, you know, the Texas-Texas A&M games, Oklahoma-Missouri's, and all that stuff. That's great. And you get a Big Ten bringing in – all those packed full of schools in the Big yeah. Twelve too, so I, I think I think what ACC needs to do is sit down, stop thinking about the small schools you want to bring in. If you want to bring in somebody good, you, you need to start talking to the other schools and maybe see like, hey, who are someone y'all want to you know call out and say, hey, would y'all you want to switch? You want to come back or you want to you know join the ACC? There's a lot of schools that would probably do it. I mean. Mm. I think, I mean, obviously, I know that's the hardest one to go after. We talked about them already tonight. If they would ever break that contract, I mean, you go Notre Dame. Uh, if they ever. Conversation has to start with Notre Dame. It, it has, has to. to. Because I'm going to tell you one thing if the Big Ten were to get Notre Dame, it's over. The ACC's it's done. Yeah, absolutely. It, there, there's no school beyond every single conversation with this has to start in with Notre Dame, in, in my opinion. So, hey, I, I love it. I love it. Ruff, I also think we've had a great show. Yeah. Sea Dog 18. I I I'll let, let let's pull that up real quick. Get your questions and comments here before we go. Kind of what's your thoughts on this week past week and what are your thoughts so about Those school and you think that would be a realistic one to bring in there. Yeah. USF, I'm not against that. I, I, truly not against USF. Uh Ken Hendricks, Penn State, Notre Dame and West Virginia. Penn State would be wild. That would I be mean, wild. Well, That'd be fun. A, that's a stretch because they're I think they're comfortable in the Big 10. But I don't hate it. I truly don't. What the biggest pitch? Hey, there's a better chance to compete. Exactly. You have a better chance to you know not lose to Ohio State and Michigan every year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I like that. USF though. I mean, I think that's a that's a. I'll go back to what three teams would I choose? If if you just said you can pick three teams right now, we're not talking about the big guns, but three programs that I think could rise to the occasion: SMU, Tulane, USF. That's what I'm going with. 
I don't know. I agree. I think it's interesting. Hey, we appreciate everyone tuning in. Once again, Ralph, we got to let the people know. We are sitting at nine away. Columbus State, Troy, and Columbus Tech. Well, that's a wild time. Murphy State. I, <laughs> I didn't love mean, that. I didn't mean to hit on that. <laughs> I love that. It's awesome. We are sitting on – let's get this subscriber count real quick because we are trying to hit 2,000 subscribers. And, Ralph, we are – I don't know. I'll tell you in a second. We probably lost a few tonight, so probably more. <laughs> We were nine subscribers away when we went live tonight. Let's hey, see where we are right now. Comment right here. Seven more. Go ahead. Oh, I, yes. Louis, Louis or Luis? Hundred ten percent correct. However you say it, yep. but correct. No, hey, we're seven subscribers away. Once again, Ralph said sixty-seven percent of the people who watch our videos are not subscribed. And listen, all it takes. No. Um. Why would well, you? Because why they, would they, you? Bring, they bring the the, the the conference GPA up. I mean, they're doing great. Also, have you seen the payout they get, folks? Absolutely. Like, why would you want to leave that? Also, it's, they run baseball. I mean, come on. They're, they're doing great. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Hey, football only, you know. So. True. True, true. Um, we end it with this, though. Seven subscribers away. I want to get there before kickoff Friday night in Mercedes-Benz. Seven more subscribers. All we need. Do it. Make like a, the make video. A fake, make a fake account. Make a fake account. I don't care what you do. Get us to 2,000 subscribers. We'll maybe do some uh, merch giveaway uh, there as well. But, hey, we're continuing to trend the right direction. Ralph, we got a loaded loaded shows the rest of the week and next week. Uh, a little programming note for everyone watching or if you're listening on radio in Georgia, Alabama, wherever you might be doing this. And say, so what are you talking about? Hey, we're a partner with WQEE out of Noonan. They put us on the radio. Uh, we'll have that over at thecrowdbook.com as well to make sure you check that out. Um Tomorrow night, 7.30 Central, 8.30 Eastern, Georgia Tech against Louisville Preview. We're going to talk about the do's, the don'ts, what needs to happen. It'll be me, Solo, Ralph, producing it in the background. And then Wednesday night, we're going to pick some games against the spread. going to be a lot of fun. Take a look at some of the biggest games, some of the safe bets, um, and we're going to talk about those games as opening week of college football is here. We'll kind of get that schedule rolled out for next week because it's going to be a weird one. Ralph, I've got – I don't know if you know this. I'm flying – I'm going to be in Orlando, LSU, Florida State, Sunday night. I am then turning around, flying. I got to be there. My flight leaves at 7 a.m. on Monday morning. Okay. I'll be back in New Orleans hopefully around 10:45, and uh, we're going to be doing a live show while Clemson and Duke are playing. So we're gonna we're gonna kick it off right there. We're gonna talk. So it'll be a lot of fun. Hey, we appreciate it. I want it to be. Ralph, you just need to go check the Discord. Check because remember when I told they people needed a screenshot. You should do that. Uh, hey, if you haven't, if you haven't already, subscribe to the channel, like this video. If you're listening on audio podcasts, wherever that might be, make sure you follow us. Is there? Well, leave a five star review. Let us know what you would like to see down in the comments below. More content, but we're gonna. I mean, we're, we're rolling out the red carpet this year. Really, the, truly the first year that we're going to be doing wall-to-wall coverage each and every single night, it feels like, talking college football with you as well. We're going to sprinkle in some Braves podcasts in there, too, a little bit. But, hey, appreciate it. For Ralph Learman, my name is Bryce Kuhn. We'll catch you next time here on another episode of The Crowded Booth. How in here and make yourself feel at home. Uh, real quick question here. I wanted to throw in here. I wanted to add. We're not we're not done yet. I wanted to add. Um, Georgia Tech did not release a depth chart. Ralph did not know we were coming back on the air. They didn't release a depth chart. Louisville said they weren't going to release one. Georgia Tech didn't. We'll talk about that uh, tomorrow. But uh, yeah, I'll play the video again. See y'all later. How in here?
Booth with Bryce Coombs. 